0: Go light presents Read the Room out, out, out. So like these guys Is like, that
1: how Paltrow makes her candles?
0: Uh, that's the goop I was talking about Oh, oh God <laughs>
1: podcast. It's Hello up. there, I'm Paddy Courtney. And I'm Maya Dunphy and you're listening to Read the Room, a podcast where we pull apart the people, the Ouch. scenarios, the companies and the stories of the week where somebody through either dumb luck or just being
0: a dose. a dose, you said
1: it, failed to do just that.
0: I knew you were going to say that. But we say that every day. No, wait, well, shh, shh, sh- silence, silence. My spirit guide, Anto is trying to speak to me. He says... No, he tells me... Hold on, hold on. You, you've been you've been near a body of water. That's right. And fruit. He's pa- smelling fruit. Yeah, tell fruit. Anto
1: he's a freaking genius. Oi. I live in the darklands, Paddy. Everyone knows that. And I have strawberries sticking out of a dun's oh, bag. Right. So shut up. Well, <laughs> let's let's talk about psychics. I knew
0: you were going to say that as well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this topic arose, Paddy, because... Um, and I don't talk flippantly about my mum passing away I know language. I mentioned it a lot but she, it was only seven months ago now and it's still very raw but after my mum passed away um, I got some people slipping into my DMs Hello. and frankly I miss the dick pics Paddy <laughs> right. the first psychics and Why mediums. did you say Paddy
0: after that? I've never <laughs> sent you a picture no, you of haven't, I sent you a picture of Richards <laughs> 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 What do you think of this dick pic? <laughs> Spring Morton
1: oh, Pictures of <laughs> Dick Spring Dick Cheney all the dicks anyway and the first one that slipped into my DMs, I th- I actually didn't didn't even register, and I thought I mistaken. He thought, oh, that's quite sweet. It was. They said, oh, listen, I'm a medium based in Dublin, and if I can help you after your mum's passing, I was like, oh, I didn't even reply. I was like, oh, that's quite kind. It actually wasn't quite kind. It was quite uh, praying, and exploitative. I think. Fast forward a few months. And the, and the dust had settled, and I'd got about five or six. Um, and I thought, I'm going to say something about this, because actually, I don't think it's very nice at all. So I put a tweet out a few weeks ago, um, and it got some traction. I always know my tweets. Like, I, I get calls from daytime radio shows asking me to come on. There wasn't content. And, and did you do it? I did a couple. Yeah, did, oh, did a, you? Yeah. Oh. Um, and I think one of them, one of the ones who I, that I didn't go on to in the end, said, can we get a medium on to talk to you? And I was like, <gasps> yeah, go for it. Oh, and I wow. think the medium... Uh, pulled out. Pulled out. Didn't, no, see, right. that didn't see that coming. Unforeseen circumstances say. Just the jokes are going to write but themselves. Like, yeah. But, Patty, here's the thing. And all joking aside, and people say, well, don't knock someone who gets comfort from these things. I don't knock anything that brings anybody peace of mind or comfort. But I don't think that it should come at a price. Yep. And oh, what I really want to know is, what and I've never. I've spoken to a person who's been able to say this to me categorically do these people believe they have a gift or have they just convinced themselves or are they out and out liars I mean does uh, Magic Mary from Longford who does mystic readings does she actually hear voices in her head of the person you're trying to contact does she actually see the future or do, has she convinced herself or is she just full of
0: shit so now remember we come from a country where the seventh son of the seventh son are known as well to do healers
1: Okay that's quite creepy. Can we just <laughs> Wait. Oh my god. Who, who was that wanted? That wasn't it was it was a spirit I think. <laughs> the door just opened. What?
2: That is so weird. Hold on we are just
1: No someone just pressed the door and the thing jangled that's all.
2: Was it Magic Mary from London? Yeah, was... so, uh, just do
0: not say do, do not say her name again okay right magic, just in say case. It, say it three times. Magic man. Mary Magic Mary. Magic... That was weird. Magic. Okay it wasn't so weird. anybody is this has... the thing people right.
1: look here's the thing. You look for
0: things. Huge. So hold on seventh son of a seventh son. Okay. Do, uh, do you know about this? has the gift. Of healing.
1: Yeah.
0: And it has been done now again, I'm with you on this. Absolutely bullshit. I, just to be clear. I wouldn't say bullshit. Well hang on a second. whoa, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. If there is an element of belief, I think there's so much about the human mind that we've yet to discover. Okay? There's low like, you know oh, when I go home after this I do a bit of levitating, or I go like astral projections, that I you come out. It. But I do <laughs> So I, do- <laughs> I- Okay <laughs> Maya, I haven't seen Maya in weeks. I've got cheekiness. It's going It's going down. down. Stand back. I don't know how big. No, so it's one of those things that on, I do. Someone had to. She's in right form today. This be one. Come it's on. a case of. Uh, I should have seen that come. Um, it's a case of that. I have a belief that there are people. They themselves believe that they have a certain healing quality or an ability to uh, not, not, not speak from people in, in the past. That, that, to me, I think is a bit of a, a load of bollocks. Like you, I have to agree with this right from the start, is if you are that way inclined, if you have this power that you, you say you possess, use it for good. Don't try and shake down people for a few quid and that. If you're that good, if, if it's that a powerful gift that you have, Give it away for free.
1: Well, no, I do understand. I mean, if you're if you have a great head for numbers and you're an accountant, you're not going to give it away. You're, I'm going to do your tax returns in October for free because I have this power of accounting. But that's a tangible thing. But you can
0: writes. see. Well, yeah, um, you can see the you know how how little you've got to pay at the end of the, the day. Yeah, it's just tangible.
1: And yeah. is is there apart from possibly weather forecasters any other career wow. where you can't actually really prove if it's right or wrong? I mean, am kidding. Meteorologists are well, qualified scientists, that. but they're all <laughs> <way
0: wrong. laughs> he was going to uh, end the war and Ukraine after a few hours <sighs> and that like and uh, he got that spectacularly wrong what maybe time he time was time listening time? to some psychics yeah. psychic Mary from Longford fuck I Said it wasn't now, let's, name let's again. go
1: back to the beginning for a second here's the thing nobody seeks out the help of a psychic or a medium or fortune teller if their life is going well they do because they've been bereaved or they're sad or they're lonely or they want to know their life's going to get better so they're, they're always somebody who comes from a place of not being happy but aren't there girls who hang like around
0: with people that just in case you know you're on you know like if you get what to a, you a, cer- a certain fame a level of I don't it was this the 60s and 70s in Hollywood there was always some indian dude hanging around with the uh, with the actors or or that, like um when Be- Beatles oh, yeah. went to spiritual India. spiritual Yeah, so it's kind of, go, they're going to put yeah, me that right. Was, that was their drug dealer. It was, was it always really. drug <laughs> <Okay>. dealer. <laughs> <Right>. Shit. <laughs> I should have lived in the 60s and 70s. <laughs> like you should. So now, can you actually rewind again to the, to, can you You've say exactly without logically. ratting them out? Yeah. Oh no, I, I didn't can, mention
1: anyone's name. Do you know why? Yeah, because but, I think all publicity is good publicity for these people.
0: But specifically, or if, as, as specific as, as you can, what did they say to you when they slipped into your DMs? Um, what are they offering you?
1: And it, was, it, it was all kind of written quite kindly. And one person said, usually I charge 50 euro for a reading, but I'd like to give you a complimentary reading. You know, we can see how sad you are that you've lost your mum. We'd like to help you. And when I put the tweet out, do you know what really bugged me? Because I tried to always bring common sense to things. And then I got loads of replies people saying, that is really predatory, it's not on. And I've got a lot of friends who work in science and they're saying it's absolute nonsense. And I know all that. But then there was one person, and that's the one I remember who said... Um, look my don't be so cynical. What if your mum is trying to get in touch with you? Would, uh-huh. you, would it not be worth just trying it? And actually, that was like a gut punch yeah. because I thought, "Oh my God! Like, what if?" But I can, but I what I can say hand on heart as someone who was very close to her mother is that if my, if there was any way for my mum to get in touch with me, it wouldn't be by a magic Mary for fifty euro. <laughs> it really wouldn't, and she'd be there going, "You having a laugh?" I no, I just leave you a note or write on yeah. a feather or something. <laughs> no, honestly, don't pay the fifty euro. And this so before the podcast today. I did a little bit of cursory Googling. Okay. I couldn't find stats for Ireland. But America, where everything is amplified, four out of ten people believe in psychics and mediums. And it's a $2 billion a year industry. And but that's the same thing-
0: country where evangelists yeah. are a thing as well. Like, so oh it, it's, you know, it's a kick off from that. Like it, It's the first cousin of religion. Yeah. There well, is that, element of, that well, they have sense these, of belief. The
1: Christian evangelical TV shows, which actually are they're a total crossover between that and psychics. Did you ever see the one? We
0: get some of them on Sky. You can get them if you have a Sky dish, if you go keep the buttons going past, like, you know, go past the porn ones yeah. and you get to the religion <laughs> ones. That's like, how yeah.
1: you're doing up at nine nine five
0: in around that area <laughs> there. Station.
1: Did you ever see the burning one? And it's this um uh, and he's a very enthusiastic um, Nigerian man talking on Christian TV. And he's he's brilliant. He never, stop, he never misses a beat. Love it. And there's a lot of people who just try and prank him late at night and very innocently. And the big one was trying to get the story of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air into it. So it was, <laughs> we have, I won't do the, I do a good Nigerian accent, but somebody will be crossing me. And he said, I have a letter in here. It's quite a long story. Um, I grew up in a very rough part of West Philadelphia. And I got into a small bit of trouble. <laughs> and my mother got worried and asked me to move in by my aunt and uncle in a more affluent area. Oh, this is very difficult. And then a, v- a note in this, he goes, all I ever did was play basketball. But someone caused a bit of trouble in my living area. They were up to no good.
0: It's oh, so so good. And you hear voice
1: in the ear saying, it's live. Saying, stop, stop, stop. That is just a fresh... B-. And he goes, oh, okay, okay. I'll just paper. Okay. Uh, okay we shall move on um, the man who has been my guide in life is a man I met called Ben Kenobi he showed me the way the force and then the ear no stop stop he goes okay 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 oh that's um, so good I, just, I love just... can
0: I just tell you that, like, and
1: that kind of innocent pranking very it's
0: gorgeous very the, funny the one from uh, BBC Belfast or BBC Foil I think it was <laughs> is that like uh, they're reading out go I, I don't know what people are giving out about Jimmy Savile for when I was 11 oh, yeah. he let me milk a cow blindfold <laughs> And then it cut to them <laughs> later on. Well, it seems that we were the... <laughs> that
1: was live as well. They yeah. are just pranks on
0: radio live stuff. And one of the genius. other ones like... on the
1: Christian evangelical channel was the guy who went, ah, oh, here's another one now, okay. And it's quite, this is quite poetic. Now, the world don't turn to the beat of just one drum. And remember, what might be right for you might not be right for... Oh, sorry, what? In his ear. That is the theme to different, different strokes.
2: strokes. <laughs> oh, it's my just... God.
0: So then, well, I worked with... uh, I'll I'll tell you this story first, then I'll go back. So I worked with uh, a magician, illusionist guy called Rua. And we wrote a, um, a show for The Fringe a few years ago called Secrets for Sale. And the idea behind it was that like, if we would more money, we'd try and do it. We'd expose psychics um, because that, that's an ongoing thing between magicians and illusionists who realise that this thing is a con trick and they're trying to call them out. Mm-hmm. So even Keith Barry um, tried to offer 50 yeah. grand to say, listen Derrick to prove Darren Browns, Brown's another yeah so this one was called "Secrets for Sale." So, Hayarua, uh, I know he's a fan of the podcast, and he, we, we, tried to expose him using his magic abilities, his magic illusion tricks. And I'm a big fan of magic, and I don't want to see how it works, you know. You don't go to the sausage factory, etc., etc. So <laughs> it's, uh, so it's to see. So we, we, basically used him. He was a magician that Just fell on clear, hard times. It's he was,
1: don't peep pee beyond the curtain isn't He, now, he was a,
0: okay. That one. He was he was playing a character of this magician who went rogue and basically did a lot of money, a lot of people out of money. And we were just doing it as kind of just created a narrative of how he was in jail and then how he conned his way out of jail just to prove and show that come on lads this is a bunch of hocus pocus really. Like, but I've got to rewind. I ha- fair, like, you like, know, Admission here I have been to um, a, a card reader a tarot, tarot mm. card reader but okay. I went to one in Bray it was in 1987 or 88 or something like that and I was halfway home and I realised they said you're going to come into some money. And I said, oh, that's good. And I was half home from Bray to Beaumont and I realised I hadn't paid her. And that's like, so I don't know if she knew that I hadn't ponied up at the start. She goes like, very soon you will be coming into some money. And I'm thinking, like money. So you just kept your own money. Basically, yeah. Now it was a fiver. But in nineteen eighty eight that was like a fiver was you could get two gaps of neutral. I know, yeah. But also at the time I couldn't stop laughing. I went with my my sister and a couple of friends and it was just I couldn't stop laughing in her presence because everything like I went there with the like on your marks it's that bullshit. Like so give me your best. And it was uh, so you you're missing somebody recently. And I was like, oh fucking, here we go, alright Like you know, is it is is it a, a mother of a father? No, 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 no. Grandmother, grand I was thinking, of course, like you are fishing as much as yeah. possible. And then said, uh, okay, so um one of them died of, of, of cancer. Well, no, he fell and broke his leg. Well a leg breakage is kind of a cancer. I'm like, yeah. oh fuck, <laughs> right off it's that, show me where in any of the books that like you know oh you've got one of those special cancers you've got you broken your thumb no
1: but he did have cancer just the, the leg got him first <laughs> the the, fucking well that's, that's called cold reading and so there's cold reading oh, and yes. there's hot reading hello so cold reading is essential. hello it's essentially high pro- the sex podcast is over oh, I God, shit. believe it Cold reading is high probability guesswork work and broad statements like that. So you'll see the ones in the big room where they charge everyone 50 quid a ticket to sit in the room. And the psychic will get on stage and say, I'm sensing an older man with chest pains. And someone in the room will have lost a father or grandfather or a husband to a heart attack or a heart problem. So someone will kind of go oh, and gasp. They, they know, okay, I have someone who's susceptible, who has lost someone. They go, yeah, it's you, it's you. And then they look at their age. They're very smart people. And they spend a lot of time reading people. They're very good readers of people. And they'll go, okay, this is this is a woman and she is maybe mid-40s, so it might be her father. And then they'll go, yeah, I'm getting your your father. And then her eyes will widen and go, yeah. And then, of course, they, they, she's on the back foot and they're already ahead. But...
2: It hot, is kind of reading, genius, but use use for that's Keith did a lot of
1: work into into yeah. that of of uh, debunking that. He's very smart, and then hot reading is what any of those people who slipped into my DMs would have done because I've spoken very. Publicly about my mom, about who she was, what she looked like, what I loved about her. So there's a lot of hot reading is using information, you know, through research. So they're creating or a profile and they can throw the in. So yeah, right. there's they might have read something that I wrote ages ago about taking my mum to a certain do or borrowing a cardigan off her. And there's and the, those broad statements as well can be. They'll say things like, um, "There's some photographs in a box at home. You need to sort through." Everyone, yeah. everyone will have.
0: Oh, I'd love uh, to Over 25,
1: will have yeah. photographs <laughs> somewhere in a box that they. Fuck's at one yes. point and there's a great one actually yeah
0: you, um, you've been broken hearted you gosh. reckon <laughs> what my, my favourite uh,
2: technique of theirs is they'll go I, I'm getting a, a D a guy with D, Derek it's Derek and he's got a motorbike and you're going no no and, and they'll they go and it's a car they'll, they'll it's they'll a is, car flip and they'll go watch out for him oh uh, yes he's, he's, he's watch out for a guy called Derek and, and then they go oh, oh. so they'll, they'll flip it it hasn't happened but it might happen in the future that's so, so they're good. still right uh, that's what brilliant. I know when they do yeah. that they'll go not now, but yeah. watch out for it. That's and then great, walk away with this knowing smiley going, oh.
0: because then you're not going to be that like. So I, I'm, I'm day one apprentice, Paddy Psychic. Hello, and uh, the P is not silent. Um, <laughs> and so yeah so here we are so it's, it's, a, it's a leg break no it's a car it's a motorbike no no ah fuck this I give up I want to be a plumber instead it's just like so they just I love the balls of them they just yeah. stay in the game the danger that,
1: well you have to keep going keep talking keep talking great. keep talking and then the danger the ones in America were very good and as someone I was reading about the do's and don'ts of approach of going to a psychic and I said if anyone offers to remove a curse or a hex Whoa. or something that's holding you back in life and stopping you getting that job or meeting the mister or miss right walk away and there was a great story that I actually printed it out. I wrote it down here. Um, this woman who approached the medium. A woman named Cassie complained last year because they now have a kind of, not a, not a regulatory body, but someone you can approach for like basically a fraud squad in America for being defrauded. A woman named Cassie complained last year that she was instructed to pay $1,000 to remove a spiritual block that was hampering her love life. Oh. She paid a hundred. But she was told that it would be re- refunded if things didn't improve. Never saw the money again. Another client said she was instructed to pay $125 to remove a negative curse, preventing her from meeting Mr. Wright. When that didn't work, the medium said, withdraw $7,000 from the bank and sleep with it in your bed with a dozen red roses and a picture of herself. Said, I knew that she was planning to have me robbed, so I didn't do it. it. Wow. Wow. Isn't that insane? Fucking
0: hell. So in, in the UK... They say since twenty ten that if you do readings or um, go to a medium, they must tell you that this is for entertainment purposes oh, really? only. Yeah, so I don't know if we've got that here or not. I, but well, they really showed like absolutely don't. Yeah.
1: Um, and I tried to, I, before this, I tried to get in touch with the medium because I wanted to, to ask someone that question genuinely of what do you hear in your head? What do you see? Just like, honestly, like, uncynically, just tell me, do, do you hear voices? Do you see the colours? And uh, the first thing she had, said is, how did you get my email? It's like, well, you should know that. <laughs> oh. And Jesus. what I said, I just Googled it because apparently I'd found her personal email, not her work email. Oh. But that wasn't too hard. But I love a medium not knowing how I, I <laughs> <laughs> oh got in touch with her. And she just, I think she said, oh, no, well, I'm aware you're very cynical, so I'd rather not engage. Age. and
0: I was like oh, that's fine so the number one thing is don't pray in the vulnerable that, I, like, you know, that, another one I my... found she
1: had a diploma in past life therapy oh. now is that an internationally recognised qualification where do no, you get ah, that
0: now that you say this I just played a character in a film that will be coming out quite soon and I am a psychologist and nothing is happening with my charge and that she's in a, a, um, a kind of a terrible state that her child had died Fucking giving away the plot of the film anyway her child had died and so she's in this catatonic state, and she's constantly coming back for uh, therapy. But she's not reacting to anything. But he discovers a book on the shelf, and something that was kind of poo-pooed by the the head honchos in Dolan is past life regression. And by hypnotizing her and bringing her into this new state and new life, she was able to become come out of her herself, her sad self. And she embodied the role or the, the, the body of um, Zelda Fitzgerald. You remember, married to F. Scott and um, back in the, the, the flapper days. So it's something that I did a bit more reading of. and just going like, OK, right. I'm it's aware like- of
1: regression therapy and it's to do with unpicking things from your own past. But when you get into past life therapy...
0: Yeah. I, I think it you've, can be you've, controlled. You've lost I think, me there. I, I think it can be controlled. Like, you know, just, because it's that sense of like I've never been hypnotised and I, I've like I really wanted to like, you know, being at a show and someone's doing hypnotism. I'd love to be hypnotized because I'd love to see yeah. am I susceptible to be Kind of I, manipulate it in some way. Shape I wrong. don't
1: think I would be.
0: I, I don't think you I have, am. That's you the thing. I have to be open to yeah. it. and I just because I'd just be sitting there going bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. exactly. But um, it's something that I, I am interested in, and like you know, this film kind of opened up a bit more of a kind of a piqued my inst- interest to find out. Uh, yeah, give the us thing more is like you know,
1: as spirituality is, and the, the mindfulness and wellfulness um, movement now, it kind of the lines get a little bit blurred. But fundamentally, somebody saying I can get in touch with the person I mean do you know who jumped on board Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow and her quackery and her vagina candles yeah and apparently at some of the Goop conferences conventions events I don't don't know what they are oh Jesus
0: I have to tell you a story she
1: about the vagina? Go on, continue, no,
0: yeah, yeah. Continue with saying no, that's right. that. No,
1: but they had a meet one of the goop conventions. Um But they said, this is actually more about teaching women to trust their gut instinct. And, and the fact is, we all have a kind of spiritual self and a soulful side, and I get that. I you totally believe in gut um, instinct. I, I, but I do then they brought you, into, at this goop convention, she said, I'm here to talk about your gut instinct and believing in yourself. That's great, but that's not, you know, that's not psychic yeah. ability. But then, of course, it led into one woman who was there said... Um, the medium said to this woman "Look, whose mother had died your mother wants to pass on advice related to redecorating a room and the woman said I am redecorating my house and the details felt inexplicably specific to her and I thought but look also I would find it fundamentally soldier strong if my mum her spirit to... was floating in the ether, <laughs> desperately trying to get in touch with me about the colours from my bathroom. I just don't... I, I,
0: I still I, see I, you're using those pots. <laughs>
1: <laughs> for fuck's sake. I wouldn't use that one for steak. Magnolia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so again, another thing. So myself and Rue, uh, before we did The Secrets for Sale, uh, he gave me a book on Sir Arthur Conan Doyle which so happens, a month before I landed a role in a Fox show called Houdini and Doyle. I didn't know that Sir Arthur Conan Doyle and Harry Houdini were mates and became fast friends and even faster enemies when they fell out over... There were like these... Sir Arthur Conan Doyle lost his son in the war and he believed that he could get to speak to him on the other side. And so, kind of found out that Harry Houdini is this guy doing all these tricks and stuff. And Harry Houdini all along was saying, lads, it's an illusion. I'm like, I'm a a paid illusionist. I do these tricks and they're scams and they get out of it so it's not good. And and he spent a lot of time trying to debunk this huge, um, ever-growing, I don't know, industry basically, like you were saying. Chicanery. So just a brief thing about this. Uh, following the death of his son Kingsley during the First World War, Conan Doyle became a devout believer in life after death uh, and an untiring missionary for the spiritual cause, donating the equivalent of millions of pounds to tr- prove that the dead were all around us and eager for a chat. And Houdini, long been the showman, longed to believe that he might be able to communicate beyond the grave with his beloved mother, but knew far too much about the trickery and faking of stage to be easily convinced. So then what happened was Houdini's wife then became... A, a, a self-confessed medium and then she started to take uh, money from people and so much so that they—they, they, there was a guy called Phineas would come upon them and said like that they had to cancel holidays and trips and she'd go to the local train station to say you have to delay the train Phineas is telling me by half an hour basically Conan Doyle was a bit late (laughs) he he missed a train to London all this kind of stuff but it was uh, I think they eventually fell out years later because there was let me see they eventually fell out later on because it was Houdini's public campaign to expose fraudulent mediums who he described as human leeches particularly Marjorie Crandon a Boston medium who performed scantily clad and on occasion Uh apparently emitted ectoplasm from her vagina (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that led to a rift between the two men that had not healed by the time Hooney had died from a ruptured appendix in 1926. So, I, like, I, and somebody for like Arthur Conan it's Doyle. It's sad though. It's shows you. Yeah. But Sherlock you Holmes. Gr- the most. What,
1: yeah, but what grief can do to you? And it's like horoscopes. It is That's human. That's the vulnerability it, Yeah, but it is human nature to try and make things apply to our own lives and to read between lines and to draw personal conclusions from these things because otherwise life is kind of. Terrifying, and it, it's we want to find comfort, especially if you've lost somebody, and if you lost a child like he did, then nothing else really matters. Yeah. And like I said, that woman who said to me, "Maybe your mum trying to get in touch with you," for a, it was like a gut punch. And I was like, "Oh God, don't don't say that! Please don't say that!" and now you're left hanging? And thinking... I don't believe it, but then you think, well, they will say, "Well, what's the harm?" And then a little bit, you're saying, "Well, what is the harm for fifty euro? Sure, what's the harm?" And there is harm because yeah. somebody you're down else fifty might quid, be quid going that you back. need
0: for electricity bill.
1: Exactly, going back again and again, and Keith Barry did that with a willing audience. Um, at a live, he did That's at right. a yeah, show yeah. where he said, "I will contact the, the dead. spirits of, of your loved ones." Um, but the, he he wasn't praying on them; they knew that. He, so basically, he he did it. Five, six people in the room. He said they found their mothers, their grandfathers, their partners, people who'd passed on, and he they said he knew things that nobody else could have known. Then the end, he explained
0: how, how he did yeah. it. Yeah. Good on him. Um, That's I th- yeah. we need more of that. Yeah. It's just, but again, like I've got to say, it's how we. How we treat people who are in delicate and vulnerable situations in that, like, there's comfort. People find comfort in faith, in religion, yeah, in in whatever uh, chicanery that, that comes in. But if you do find someone like a psychic or a medium, don't, like, I'm talking to the psychics here, like, don't shake them down for cash. Like, it's just yeah. when they're out there. Because it's grooming. It's actually, they're, they're, what they're doing is is grooming them for wrong purposes.
2: Well, you'd be better off
1: spending... A little bit more money an hour and going to a, a psychologist or a therapist to talk through... Can I throw your a cat p-
2: amongst the psychic pigeons? Yes. I knew he was going to If somebody that. has lost somebody close to my husband or a mother or a child and they give somebody 50 euro and that person goes, listen, I'm here. I can see them. They're okay. They say not to worry that they've been looked after. They're there with granddad or whatever. Oh, Jesus, Ed. You're and that set person, me off. And that person then it goes, thank you so much. And it, and the psychic goes, I just want to let you know that they're happy, they're playing, they've got their favourite teddy with them or whatever. Jesus, Ed, you, you are going to set sorry. me off here. No, what I'm saying is, and then the person goes, there you go, thank you very much. And they walk away going, ah, okay, is, is there a harm in that?
0: Do you know what? I would say immediately, no. However, I believe it's, it's like the drug dealers at the playground, whether that ever happened or not. Here's a little bag of something enjoy that and I'll come back to you next week and the week after. Mm, I, so especially, especially,
2: yeah, especially, here's if my take. If they do go back, if they walk away though with some peace. I,
0: I love that.
1: Well, here's my take I mean. on that though because especially if it was a child, I, I touch it. I don't even want to think about the hell of that, but especially with a the child, then you think there is a, a way to communicate somehow and then mm. you go back, like you're saying, back yeah. and back. Whereas actually, if you spent that money on grief counselling, which will teach you to unpick your grief hope and a grief you know it's fair nobody could live in a state of raw grief that you have in the weeks after losing someone close to you because you simply wouldn't survive and so you know grief dissipates and I think even grief counseling there's no way to go and fix it but you talk and then after a while you know there's the phases of grief where you might be angry or in denial or wish you'd done something differently and they can say look this is why you shouldn't feel that way and you can try and unpick and remember the good times and you can do that with professional help it doesn't involve somebody saying they can see your child playing with his granddad happily and then like you say if God forbid if that happened you would want to go back and check again and also then you think are they in some limbo are they waiting yeah. for me I don't know and like you say I don't like dismissing things that give
0: people comfort But it's also, it is though it is the but, very thing you do want to hear though yeah. And I, I think they would know that. If you were to go to someone to say, like, you know, I want to know that they're happy in a better place. And and in some ways, what they're trying to do is speed up the grieving process. Because yeah. in some ways, what that what hanging on to those psychics are, it's delaying the grieving process. And yeah. we do need to grieve in order for us to move on to the next phase of but our but own lives as well. But by the fact
2: that you're religious, you do believe in the spirit world. So the mm. majority of people do have some religion in them. And then to speak to a psychic or a medium or somebody who can, in their mind, has a connection with that other world isn't beyond the the, the, the realms of possibility for them. No, because the it, priest would yeah.
1: tell you they're sitting at the right hand of Jesus now. So if yeah. they believe
2: in heaven or, a limb or a hell or, God. or, or you know, a purgatory, the right so hand. they already believe in an in a underworld, underworld, whatever you're going to call it. So if someone's connecting them to... An underworld. That, <laughs> an underworld. Oh, yeah. that is, that's that's, that's <laughs> a pub beside the sausage factory. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, I just feel... No, not that I'm I'm obviously very cynical about the whole thing, you know, I don't believe in any of it. But I just kinda if someone walks away from that going with a weight off their shoulders and they go, Do you know what? They're okay. Yeah. I'll see them soon.
1: I completely I completely understand that and I take your point on board.
2: (laughs) However (laughs) Here comes the big
0: H No, Mm -hmm. no,
1: the most important thing about bereavement is acceptance and acceptance takes time. And then the time will come when suddenly you don't accept it anymore and you get angry all over again. And like I say, especially when it comes to kids and things like losing a child, which is just the worst possible thing imaginable. Um, and I honestly think what Paddy said is true that once wouldn't be enough. Um, and, you know, if I think it, if it would, was, if you went, ah.
0: Yeah, if you got, your hands exactly. Go,
1: Grant, they're all fine now. Yeah.
0: But I, I, I just, now I'm questioning, the while, is there a gang or is it the same person under a different uh, moniker or Twitter handle that was contacting you, because you said you got more than one uh, interior DMs. Oh, I don't know. So then, you know what I mean? Like, so I deleted is it them. A different boss. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Just to go, I'm gonna get keep on fishing her and then probably I play uh, on the mind here and go, okay. If one person or one psychic has come to me and said I, I can talk to my mom yeah. or deal, with mom, and another one is saying it, Jesus, like if enough I of know. them are knocking on the door, maybe yeah, I should go yeah. and do this. And
1: what you said, Ed, is true. And I have a couple of friends who are who are whip smart people who are also like me quite cynical who've lost people and who have derived a lot of comfort from going to a clairvoyant or a psychic and again I wouldn't mock them and I wouldn't laugh at them but I would be my reaction is is slight anger towards a person who's taken money off them because I know that it won't be enough and it also won't if it helps the grieving process a little bit uh, but fundamentally you have to go through the steps of grief and they're not easy at all but I also do but also, what we're talking about—the fact is—a lot of psychics, mediums don't do that. They clutch at straws, and, and they keep
0: shaking you down till you've no more money left. Yeah, and they're like, but I do love the power. In the same way that I don't have faith in religion, I would—I'd would call myself spiritual. But I, I so admire people who do have faith, have this strong. I'm so envious of it. Yeah, I, I am that, and and that like, and even reg- if it's if it's a, a deeper spirituality than I have, or. Uh, in religion uh, that they might have, and I like I just go wow, like well done you you've found yeah. you know a higher power that that helps you, and I think if it is whatever it is we find ourselves to keep us going because like again, by the I don't know how lucky or unlucky we are to be on this planet like we're not the only one we can't be the only ones, you know what I mean that's a, a, another podcast for another day like how we, oh, we get out there and find out, but to say that. Are we lucky or unlucky to be here? And then, who chose religion, or who chose spirituality, or who chose like you know? it Goes back to all those medieval times that uh, control us out of fear. And then, from from the paganism, then the the churches went like, oh yanks, we'll have a, a bit of their belief there and a bit of their one there it and turned it into ours. Like yeah, so it's but then it's how? The power I mean, to,
1: to, to fundamentally to live your life, um, in the belief that a better life is awaiting you is not Uh, a good way to live your life and all religions are fundamentally based around that that there was you know this life is fine what you're doing is you're essentially preparing for a much better life afterwards and I think if we find a way to live our lives with compassion and kindness Mm -hmm. and looking after people and realise this life is actually the best one and it's wonderful and it's a wonderful world we live in and there's great people in it and it's not all bad wouldn't that be a nice way to live rather than just yeah but you're just preparing yourself and I understand a deep faith I, I, I had two grannies one was very religious one wasn't at all and they both went through incredible hard times, you know, between wars and loss and the stuff they went through of that, that generation. But my Irish granny who was religious, had such a strong faith that really helped her. And my Spanish granny, who wasn't, I could see there was more fear and more anger because there was nothing to kind of, you know, pull her back. But, you know, both had very difficult lives. So I am envious of a strong faith. But I also think that we can in this life you know, kind of live our lives in a different I way. I say it all the right? time. Like I said, we've only got one life, and kindness and yeah. compassion, and
0: yeah. just not. Being but we've only got dick. one. Don't be waiting for yeah. the next one, lads. Yeah. Whatever you've got now, yeah. make the most of it. Or if you don't have much, rob your neighbour. I just. <laughs> No, but I like
1: just, <coughs> I get a strong sense around you that
0: I don't know crossing
1: the road, a, a bus. Did you? Oh God, just be really careful when you leave Thank here. Thank you. Be, be really careful. I see an empty seat next. Derek
0: week. on the motorbike. <laughs> That's who I'm fucking looking out for now. I'm scared of any any couriers called Derek out there. Just avoid me, please. lads just.
1: I don't. There was a girl I spoke to who said she was told by a fortune teller, Clair white medium, whatever, and she was desperate to meet someone. She went, "I see a guy who's Irish, but he's back. He's he, he's back from Australia." And you were going to meet him around Christmas time. There'd be a lot of guys, but so she said I was like a fucking dervish in the pub going sorry what, are, you, are you back from Australia? you back from Australia? she nearly lost her mind she's looking Shifted so seriously just every fella <laughs> in Dublin <laughs> airport walking
0: <Gore laughs> through throwing the gobs have you got any Tim Tams in your bag right, the get the light, up on this is the flight from Sydney in there he is <laughs> <laughs> what's that
1: smell of Vegemite that's an old Vegemite oh <gasps> uh-huh. oh
0: yeah anyway, shout out to anybody coming home from uh, Australia Any anytime soon did, bring home Vegemite she I'd love it she did,
1: it. Uh, she oh, did meet somebody who lovely. was not an Irish person back from Australia subsequent All to right. that Story, but um, but it's do you know it's, it's a
0: gamble really, isn't it? Like you're you're throwing dice to see can you hit hard eight all the time. So you're saying these yeah. things to the people to try and you know. No, when I say cancer, I mean broken leg. you like <laughs> fuck <laughs> off, just no, that's enough on psychics. Let's I'll, I'll get angry. But I do. Can I just say well done to those who do have the faith and the belief out there? Please teach us how to do that. How to find that. Uh, Calming nature. Backpedalling. No, (laughs) it's not. Well, I think. Do you know what I do? It's like my gardening. I think the garden. Well, again, I think. I call Mother Nature my deity. (laughs) 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 Well, that's me. You're gonna have. I'll have blight for the next twelve years now, thanks to Ed. (laughs) Mother Nature, I did not call you a bitch. Producer Ed did. Okay.
1: Right, listen, well, so that's it for this week. I'm off to seek my fortune by crossing a pond with silver and hopefully peering into the future, buddy.
0: What? You just said you didn't believe in that bullshit. I'm going to the boogies. <laughs> Gear up, 240 at Hexham. Okay, <laughs> if you like what you've heard today, please make sure to subscribe. That's right, subscribe, subscribe to the show. We're recording this early in the morning. I am not drunk. I'm you Sober October, by the way, lads. Subscribe. I'm letting you know. So I'm all of Sober October, okay? Oh, really? So, yeah, so I won't but be going for drinks. You
1: don't drink. January to July anyway
0: I'm, 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 bringing, I'm bringing extra into the, uh, so the world So it's just
1: Ed and I going for pints then you,
0: I'll stay and look at you and drink my zero zero Guinness okay. Anyway please tell all your friends about the show if you like what you've heard and give us an L review hit the five star button and help us get right up the charts mm-hmm.
1: And don't forget we love hearing from you psychic or otherwise So find me on all the socials at Maya Dunphy Uh, Where'd they find
0: you? I'm a Paddy C. Courtney on all the socials. And this week, what does the
1: C stand for Paddy?
0: Ooh, con job. (laughs) (laughs) Read the Room, lads.
2: Read the Room is recorded, created and hosted by Paddy and Maya and produced by the team at Go Loud Studios. They'll be back next week unless they're cancelled. As you you were telling that stories earlier about radio pranks, uh, I was doing a film review with a well-known TV, or radio presenter on Today FM. And he whipped my microphone up. This is on Saturday afternoon. Whipped my microphone up, and he goes, Oh, Ed, we have the most amazing listeners to the so-and-so show. I was like, okay. And I was getting my notes together, shuffling them. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just got a message in here. And he goes, "Uh, How are you? Just finished feeding the girlfriend's pony. Almost took the hand (laughs) off me. And he looks at me and he goes, Isn't it amazing what people get up to on a Saturday afternoon? And I was like, No, we need to talk off air. <laughs> <laughs>